Welcome to episode 205 of I Quit Blank and Started Running. If you're new to my podcast, this is a show about remarkable people who turn to running as a way to overcome a particular challenge in their lives. Join me each week as I share inspiring stories of where they started, what it was that made them want to change, how running factored in, and where they are today. Today, I'm so excited to introduce you to some of my favorite people on the planet. This is my running, cycling, triathlon tribe, Aaron, Stacy, and Sophie. Carol, unfortunately, was unable to join us this time, but we hope to have her on in the future. I was introduced to Aaron DeVincenzi in 2012 when I moved to Sonoma County after I had run my first and only marathon in Big Sur in 2012. She received a well-deserved shout-out in my trailer for this podcast on coaching me to an age group third place in my very first triathlon in 2013. Not only is Erin an incredible athlete and coach, but also a mom of three and a fourth grade teacher. Stacy Fricker is in corporate finance and went from weighing 300 pounds to completing seven half and a full Ironman. Sophie Marion is a mom of two, a certified nutritionist, and teaches French to preschool kids. She's a beast of an athlete, but just beginning to fight her way back after a very tough 2020. This episode is the recording of a live Zoom we did on Sunday. Keep in mind, I haven't seen Aaron or Stacy at all, and Sophie only twice in over 18 months. Our plans to get together for a holiday gathering were foiled by the latest stay-at-home orders in California, so this is what we came up with. What a wonderful reunion it was, like no time has passed at all. While so much has happened in our lives over the most recent months, we did not miss a beat. With this, I invite you to tune in to our very personal, fun, and lively catch-up session exchanging our stories of how we got into running and endurance sports, our friendship, and plans for training and future races together. You know, everything's bigger in Texas. I mean, the house was ridiculously huge for one person. Um, so now she's got a nice little one bedroom with a den and it's perf- It's fine. She's very happy already. So good. That's good. All right, ladies, shall we get started? Sure. Um, who wants to start with introductions? Uh, just say my name. Just say <laughs> name, where you're originally from, if you're not from Petaluma, because we're all in Petaluma, but most of us are not originally from Petaluma. Say what you do and what you did before COVID. <laughs> <laughs> and, and just like how you, how we connected. Like, I remember how I connected with you, Erin, and how I got in touch with this whole group. So start there. Okay. Um, well, my name is Erin Devincenzi, and I was born and raised in Marin County, California, and went to school in Santa Barbara, UC Santa Barbara, and then came, met my husband there, and we moved back to Marin and moved up to Petaluma in 96, I think, and we've been here ever since, and that's this is where I got into running and after my two kids and um, then went on to have third kid and didn't stop me. I kept kept running right through. And um, I think we met, you approached me because I was teaching spin classes um, and I had just gotten my certification to be a triathlon coach because I had done a couple triathlons 
and I wanted to learn as much as I could about the sport. So I got myself certified and tried to spread my knowledge as much as possible to the people around me. <laughs> so I was the, the, the first person you met for, for this group? I think you were the first person I met because Stacy and Sophie, now Dion and Stacy Sathers, I, and like Angela Lowry, um, I don't know if I should be saying names, but um, those people I met for in the first Tri Club, it was Joby Nimble, that group. Yeah. Stacy yeah. Fricker, were you a part of that at all? I was not, no. Okay, so, um, yeah, that, that was like my first introduction to coaching was through Jill Ray Nimble. And that was years and years ago. And so, yes, you were the first person of, the, of these four people here to reach out to me after I had kind of gotten started. And we had coffee and you didn't know, you were into tennis and you're like, I want to do a triathlon. <laughs> And I'm I like, great. And into running. And I was with the Petaluma Athletic Club where I was playing tennis and they referred me to you. Yeah. Because you were teaching spin there. Yes. Yeah. And I was doing a little tri club. Yes. We did the tri club there. Exactly. So yeah. that's how I got yeah. in touch with you. Yeah. And I didn't own a bike and I had just run a marathon <laughs> and I said, I need a break from running. I need to get on a bike. Yeah. Thought, okay. Oh my God. I had no idea that I thought you yeah. guys were connected before I even entered the picture. No, the Barb's, I, yeah. the Barb's race. Yeah. was, um, I had done a couple before that, but the whole premise of like, kind of, you know, getting my certification was just because I wanted to get to the people that had never done triathlons. That was kind of my goal is to, um, you know, I didn't want the athletes, the elite athletes. I wanted the people that, you know, just kind the of, new yeah. And just their goal is to finish, you know? So. Oops. I think I, uh, I muted um, Stacy by accident. Sorry, Stacy. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. Cause okay. So that was, that was Aaron. Sophie, please introduce yeah. yourself. So my name is Sophie and I am born and raised in France and I studied in France. Um, and then I came to Pilmaf um, because my ex husband was transferred in Paloma. And so that's how I ended up in Paloma. At first I couldn't work. I didn't have the visa, so I raised my kids. And then I went into running um, because after my kids, I had gained some weight and I wanted to lose the weight. And so I lost it. And then after a while I was like, oh, I'm gonna start running. So I started running and I was at PIVAC. Um, and I met Erin through, I mean, I met you through Erin. I think so. I think that's the first time I met you was on a bike ride. Um, Antonia? If I remember well, because right now my memory is not the best. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm trying to remember, because I think I met both of you through Aaron, and potentially yes. spin class at PVAC. 
I okay. Think that's, that's where you and I met, Sophie, is I think at Spin Class. In yeah, PVAC. Yeah. Which is the Petaluma Valley Athletic Club. Right. Yeah. And when so. Did you go to Petaluma? So I arrived in Palma in 2004. I mean, the first time in 1999 and we stayed two years, but then my mom got sick and I wanted to be with her. So I went back to France for two years and then um, we went back in 2004. Oh, I didn't realize you went back for two yeah. years. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Stacy. Yes. <clears throat> Sorry. Who are you? <laughs> uh, well, my name is Stacy Fricker. I was originally born and partially raised in Connecticut. Um, I moved out here in 1977, I think. Um, been in Sonoma County since with a few little stints in uh, Marin, but um, um, been in Petaluma forever. Um, I started running actually um, as I was um, losing uh, my weight at Weight Watchers. I used to weigh close to 300 pounds and lost 110 pounds on Weight Watchers. And I started slowly, slowly running. Um, I went to my dreaded place, which is Schollenberger, and I thought, oh, I'm going to see if I can run around this loop once. And I did, and I slowly started building up miles and miles and uh, ran up my first marathon, uh, half marathon in 2008, I believe. Um, and I met Aaron at, um, through Stacy Sather, as a matter of fact. I did my first triathlon with Stacy and Dion, and it was the Try Girl Try. And um, she said, oh, you should, you know, this means you're going to sign up for Barb's race. You should talk to Aaron. She's a great coach. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I started getting into triathlon. And I met you, Antonia, I think, at one of the classes or the running things that Aaron used to do at Petaluma High. Yes. And you used to live in Sonoma. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I lived yeah. in Sonoma at the time. I, no, I remember that. Yes. Yep. yep. And you would drive to Son- from Sonoma to Petaluma to, to meet us there to do whatever yeah. the hell we were doing. Yeah. yeah, we were doing hill repeats. I remember those. Ugh, and 800s and yes, and all that. <laughs> the hill repeats were the ones I really remember. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. And then when, you, when you're done with those and you have to do it at 800s, you're like, oh, I would really like to do a hill repeat right now. <laughs> Man, that was so fun, though. So that was marathon training, right? Yes. We yes. must have been training for a marathon, that sounds like in my. Something, because we would do, and then we'd do some core work after on the track. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember yeah. That. So. Whatever we were doing, Aaron was telling us what to do. That's exactly right. <laughs> I, I miss my my old role. I need to. <laughs> <laughs> no, I miss it too. <laughs> I have a lot of it in writing, believe me. <laughs> well, I'll quickly say, I mean, because this is my podcast, most people know my name, but um, so I'm Antonia. I grew up in... Europe actually in Vienna and moved to New York City in 2002 and uh, my story was that of course having grown up in Europe I started smoking cigarettes at a very early age I was probably 14 or 15 when I started smoking and when I moved to New York smoking was still cool you know New York was still like on the smoking train 
And um, as I was approaching 30, I was like, well, now I'm to the point where I've smoked half my life. I do not want to do this anymore. I want to try quitting for the fifth time, but this time it's for real because I have a deadline. Like my birthday is March and in September is when September 5th, 2005 was my last cigarette. And um, I had several failed attempts before that. And the, the difference between this attempt and the previous attempts was that I started running. And I remember it being so incredibly painful and hard because I literally couldn't breathe. I was just like struggling through my first five minutes. And then I said, okay, I'm gonna try 10 tomorrow. And I literally built it up from minute by minute. And once I, it clicked pretty quickly. Like I'd say after two weeks, I was like, oh my God, I can breathe again. And um, I never turned back. I never turned back to smoking. I didn't want to have that, like something like cigarettes having control over my life. And I enjoyed running so much. Like it, it just became something I did as exercise and for routine and to get outside. And I ultimately started running, uh, training for a race. I think it was a 10K. And I even did, this is a funny story, Erin. I did an tr indoor triathlon a sprint triathlon oh. in New York City. <laughs> it was I think I remember you telling me that when we first yeah. met. Yeah. So um, I had no idea what a real triathlon was, obviously, because <laughs> a dinky pool and running on a treadmill. But yeah. Anyway, so that's how I started running, and then um, I, I, you know, I was doing my thing in New York, and um, eventually lost my job in 2008 in the financial crisis and I'd already started becoming interested in wine because now that I wasn't smoking anymore not only was I running and I could breathe I could also taste and smell stuff so I started developing an interest in tasting wine and eventually when 2008 hit and I lost my job I thought well what is a winemaker what is that <laughs> job <laughs> and I started working harvest all over like first in in Monterey and then I I did the the spring in New Zealand then I came back I did another harvest in Long Island and that's and then I ended up in California and eventually in 2010 uh, when I worked for a winery in Napa and um, did a brief stint in Washington and then got my job at Ravenswood and that's how I moved to Sonoma in 2012. Wow yeah and in 2012 my mom had a massive stroke and I was training for Big Sur. Yeah, I had no idea that that was gonna, first of all, that was my first marathon and I didn't realize how hard Big Sur was until <laughs> I was in the starting area at, in the dark at like four o'clock in the morning. And this guy comes up to me, he's like, so how many marathons have you run? I'm like zero. And he's like, good luck. <laughs> So yeah, that was, that was my introduction. Well, that was a long introduction, but um, I really kind of want to talk about, you know, not my story, but your guys' stories, like as far as, you know, Aaron and, and Sophie both mentioned kids and Stacy, you mentioned um, weight loss. I, you know, if you guys want to dive in and sort of tell me 
what's running was to you in the beginning, how it has changed over the years for you. Like I know that has a had there's been a significant change for me as far as running in 2008 or 2005 versus what running is now. So who wants to start? Erin, do you want to start? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I started running, I did my first marathon in 2000. And like I said, it was between child number two and child number three. So I've already had two kids and I just needed to get out and find a way to, you know, lose the baby weight and things. Wasn't sure if I was done having kids. And um, I, you know, I grew up, my dad was a runner. And so uh, my sister ran in track and I was always intimidated about running because I was, you know, not, I never worried about speed. I just, you know, wanted to run for the health of running. And then all of a sudden, I always say I got bit by the bug because there comes a point where it's like, you just, you need it. It's for other things. It's more mental. And so after I had Sean, um, I think running that first marathon just made me realize I could do it. And then I've run you know, over 30 marathons since then. So it was like a marathon a year I was doing. Um, and then I kind of exceeded that throughout the years. And now I'm obviously taking a step back and getting older <laughs> and I'm not doing as many as I, I was because of COVID and things. But yeah, it's definitely evolved. Um, and I think it's just given me so much confidence in the years. Like it's, it's, um, it's helped me be a better mom, a better wife, a better friend. Um, a lot of my friendships, I mean, between you guys and everybody else, all my friends, you know, it kind of result, it revolves around health and, um, getting out for hikes and, you know, it's no longer the, the party scene that it once was for me. Cause, um, I was a big partier and college and high school and things like that so um it's my life it's my lifestyle now so it has definitely evolved um I did my first Ironman in 2012 um how old were you I mean not if you don't want to share your age but you weren't like 22 in 2012 no well I, even in 2000 when I started you know I was 35 34 35 and um, so yeah, I, you know, I'm 55 now, so I, you know, I've done three Ironman and again, it's not about, I think that's a big part of my philosophy is it's not about speed. It's about training yourself so that you're comfortable and you enjoy it. I, I never want to, um, I always yeah, I could go faster, but then it wouldn't be as much fun. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it hurts more. I don't want to go faster. So I've always been one to, you know, kind of go long. I, I can go long and I can go far, but um, I'm not a sprinter. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not fast. Um, and I just, it, it, I enjoy it. So um, that's, the key for me is enjoyment. I think if you 
train and you stress out about races and you get so nervous, then once the enjoyment's gone, it, you can't sustain it, you yeah. know, and I want to, I want to be running as long as I can throughout my old age. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's, and that might be another reason why I've been healthy up into this point too, is, you know, I don't have any injuries, knock on wood right now. So yeah. Um, and your heart health is good. And yeah. That. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I, I love that you said that. And I think that's partially why you, um, potentially went into coaching right because you yeah. wanted to share your philosophy with other beginning athletes because I think running and especially triathlon or competing is is intimidating and very yes very it doesn't have to be it's yeah. really about if you if you take um winning out of the equation and just <laughs> you know getting through the finish line and enjoying the journey like and that's yeah that's what um when I was entertaining the idea of an Ironman after doing several marathons and, you know, I got injured running. And so I started pool jogging. That's how I got back in the water. I used to be a swimmer when I was younger. And so I was like, forget this belt. I want to swim. And so I started swimming and then somebody gave me a bike and I'm like, well, you know, I, I got through my injury and I'm like, well, I can swim, bike and run. I should try a triathlon. <laughs> so <laughs> I did my first sprint triathlon and, um, you know, that was several years after marathoning and it was funny. Like I laughed at myself. It was, it was, I didn't, I tried not to take it too seriously. You know, I was pumping up my tires by myself. I went by myself. I didn't, you know, it was up in Folsom, um, Rancho Seiko. Rancho Seiko. It was my yeah. first, it was Try Girl Try. And I went alone and Dave met me at the finish line. He's like, oh, that was easy, you know, sprint, like, you know, going up. I'm like, you try it. <laughs> that was, that was really hard. Yeah, he literally said that was, oh, that must have been easy compared to marathon, you know, because I'd done so many or I'd several marathons by that point. And I'm like, no, it's really hard to put all three of those things together, you know? <laughs> um, but it was a, so much fun. And I just, um, like I said, I went to get my cer my certification to coach. And when I came back, you know, I had, there was just so many people in, in our town that just wanted that connection, you know, and that community connection that our group provided, you know? And it was, um, not competitive we're out there to have fun then that was that was our goal you know one step in front of the other a friend of mine said um when uh back i was just about to say when i was thinking about the iron man he said if not now when and i was like yeah that's really i don't know if not now when you know it's like why not now i like i said i swam bike and ran so <laughs> I put it together and I did it. And um, the accomplishments really have helped me in everything I do now. So, yeah. Yeah. Our group is so open to any level beginner. Remember, I mean, we had so many people. Oh my God. And do like a, a relay, a portion of the relay. Yeah. Relay. Yeah. And yeah, I, I, I remember I wasn't. I knew I could run. I had no idea how swimming or biking was going to go. And 
we just did it together and it was mm -hmm. awesome. I loved it. I even remember one, one of the ladies from our group was uh, really struggling up a hill and I had some- Was it got, me? No, it wasn't. <laughs> I had some, it was before your time. It was in my oh. very first group and you know, she was on a rickety old bike. I mean, no gear. I mean, it was just amazing what she came out in. And um, my my friend, who's a big biker, I would have I would recruit you know people that I knew that could bike, and he was like pushing her up the hill the whole time, <laughs> <laughs> like literally like biking and pushing her up the hill. Oh, and I remember my. thinking, oh, you're so kind, you know, because we really <laughs> we had to wait a lot, you know, and it, it was, but that was good. I mean, that's the whole point was to not be intimidating and let people know that anybody can if I can anybody can you know yeah so. that's exactly how I think about it as well like I mean after smoking two packs a day for the better of 10 years I'm like if I can start running and I can start doing you know I was so unhealthy oh my god I look at my pictures back then. I can't even picture you with a cigarette I just can't oh I, I used can't. to I used to smoke too actually yeah, I know. what yeah yeah yeah. What's wrong with you people? I know. <laughs> I know. I mean, my mom died of lung cancer. You know, it's like, what? Oh, you know, how stupid am I? You know, <laughs> but um, I just, I was so inspired by all the stories. I mean, Stacy Fricker, you have, you have the story of inspiration that, you know, oh, I was, oh, you. you know, when I first met you, I'd come home and like tell everybody, oh my God. I met this woman and she's like, you know, so I got inspired by all these sto other stories thinking, you know, if you can do it, we can do it, you know, and yeah, mm -hmm. which is a good segue to Stacy. So Stacy, go tell us your story. Uh, okay. Well, um, let's see. Um, I started running probably in 2000 and oh, I don't even know, 2004, right after I hit my hundred pound weight loss goal. Um, I, I didn't, I didn't run to lose weight. I just realized I could run after I did lose weight. Um, cause I was going to, you know, jazzercise, I'll plug that for a minute. Um, and I realized that some of the moves that you do there, you're actually supposed to get up off the floor. You're supposed to like, you know, when you're jumping, I could never do that. So I just started to walk and I started to run, um, slowly. Um, and I, I just, one day I went out to somewhere and I'm like, oh, I'm going to see if I can run 10 miles. And I was absolutely floored that I was able to run 10 miles. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll run a half marathon. And uh, I ran a half, my first half marathon. Um, I think it was the Healdsburg, Healdsburg half marathon in like 2008. Oh, um, and to segue to Aaron, I mean, that's when I got the bug. I mean, I ran, I think I've run like 30 half marathons. I was just running, run, I was a running fool. Um, that first one was in October. I ran the Kaiser one that following February, the Kaiser half, which I can't stand now. Um, and I ran it like 25 minutes faster than my first one. And I just kept going and going and going and ran my first marathon, which was 2000 and oh God, maybe 10, no, 2009 CIM. Um, and I just continued to, I, I just felt the benefits were helping me to keep off the all the weight that I had lost and I was just amazed at myself that I could when I ran my first marathon I, I crossed the finish line and I ran it with two high school friends and I literally just stopped at the 
crossed the finish line and I went over to one of the fences and I just broke down in tears because I was, I could cry now. I never in a million, million years would have ever thought that I could run a marathon, um, let alone a half marathon, but a marathon is, you know, 26 miles is that's a long way <laughs> on your feet. Um, and my friends are like, you okay? And I'm like, just give me a minute. I just have to, I just have to, you know, take it all in because I was absolutely amazed that I was able to accomplish that not, um, you know, five years after losing all 110 pounds and most of my life being extremely uh, unhealthy and sedentary, drank too much, ate too much. Um, and to now it's just who I am. I mean, I, I have such a schedule of running. I'm like, I got to run Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. That's what I do. Um, and then I got into triathlon, I believe, from Stacy and Dion. Um, my first one was the Tri Girl Try. And I remember I was on my bike running, go after, you know, I, going over that bridge up at um, Lake Berryessa. And I was, I looked around, I'm like, I can't believe I'm doing a triathlon. What the hell is this? And that, that evolved um, into longer distances and with the help of uh, an amazing coach, Aaron, a, a full Ironman um that I still to this day can't I look at my flag in my room and I still can't believe I did it that was probably the the best one of the best days of my entire life being able to accomplish that I love you Stacy <laughs> I, I know it's like how inspirational is that it's like you sure yeah. did and did well yeah. well I mean I just I remember my I was actually obviously I'm sure you guys know I mean I was really scared of not being able to finish because I was scared for you because you, know, you were yeah I was, was like if if I don't finish I'm gonna be a ball in the back right. of this car on the way home crying because you spend all that time training you put in all the effort and something happens you know you, you crash you get a you know something you know happens and um, I remember my the first five miles of the run, I felt great. And then I started to feel nauseous and all that. I think I did my last 20 miles on nothing but Coca-Cola and pretzels. I'm like, I am not going to not finish this fucking thing, <laughs> you know? And thankfully I had, I mean, Dave was there. He's cheering me on and I'm running. I saw Aaron. I never saw Sophie until she was about to finish, of course. Um, yeah, we but, had to mention um, that it was Aaron, Stacy, and Sophie that did this Arizona Ironman together. I have yet to do an Ironman, so well, Stacey, it's, it's to, plenty of time. Be, be, back to being a crying ball in the back of a car on your way home. Oh. Now you're a crying ball because you finished it. Well, it's just, you know, it's for me like what I said. And when you when you grow up your almost your entire life till I was, I didn't start losing weight until I was 36 years old. Um, when I went to the doctor, cause I had hurt my back and he left the room and I peeked at my file, which you're not supposed to do. And it said the word obese. And I thought, what in the hell are you doing? You're 36. Do you ever want to see your niece and nephew graduate? You, you know, you want to do, you want to be like this in your entire life. And that's all it took for me. I'm like, I'm done. I have to do something. Four years later, um, 110 pounds lighter. You know, it was a long struggle. Uh, I never, I didn't run at all during that time. I did other things, but my body was not used to doing anything. So any exercise was good. Um, and now I can say that, you know, I've run five marathons, 30, I think ish, I don't even know, half marathons, an Ironman, 
seven seventy point threes and multiple other ones. So, and I am now have for the well for the last geez probably four or five years been running um, with bone on bone arthritis in my right knee, but I still run. It's it doesn't bother me when I run. It bothers me more when I walk than it does yeah. when I run. Yeah. Um, and you, and, and I will in your knee when you need them, right? Yeah, I actually haven't had a cortisone shot since right before we did Trail Fest, which was what, 2017, I think. Um, Sophie and Aaron, we did that. Um, I never thought I could do that. I mean, that was a three-day running festival, 45 miles in three days in some of the most beautiful terrain you'll ever run in. Hard, but beautiful. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it's not... Uh, one thing that resonates with me with... with with what Aaron said, it's not about speed. It's just about, it's just about getting it done. It doesn't have to be pretty. It just has to get done. You know, it doesn't matter how long it takes you. It's all about crossing that finish line, getting to the start and crossing the finish line. And trying to enjoy it as you're doing it, especially something like Trail Fest, where you know you're in the most beautiful, you know, area to be doing this. So yeah, I mean, it's I, I don't like to suffer. I mean, there's parts of every event or race or run that you do suffer a bit, but it generally passes and you just kind of keep going. Just keep keep one foot in front of the other. Smile with every mile, right, Aaron? That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh my gosh, she remembers my motto. <laughs> oh, you bet. Absolutely, or what absolutely. what was our Arizona um you I are, am be stay. I am yep. strong. Be strong. Be stay strong. strong. That's it. Yep. I am be stay. Yeah. I have our picture on my wall right That's there. I right. haven't packed it yet. Right. We we chanted yeah. that to ourselves. <laughs> well, and I think I think one of the things for me is I mean Arizona the Iron Man was I'm not going to ever say it was easy because it wasn't, but I think with your training I was able to compartmentalize it. I'm like, okay, just do the swim. You can't worry about the bike when you're in the water. Just right. get through one thing at a time. Um, and that helped me tremendously through that whole day. Right. And that's, you know, I tried to also do the distance so that you'd be confident to know you can do the distance. Because doing it something like an Ironman, you're so uncertain if you're going to finish. And like, because you've never, in training, you don't actually do an Ironman you know, right. or even a marathon and you don't run a marathon, but you get close, you know? Yep. And so the idea was that you'd have enough confidence that you've done the distance. That There's you know so you many can do things it. that can happen during exactly. 12 yeah. hours. I mean, it's, it's yeah. just. Well, and yeah, you had, yeah. I mean, you never know. I mean, everything kind of went off other than the fact when I was swimming is I could feel the Velcro strap on my chip flipping and I'm like if I lose my chip in this swim I'm gonna be so mad so I went over and I pulled my leg up on the kayak I'm like can you fix this and they fixed it and I kept going so <laughs> back to the CIM Stacy did the um high school women or sorry I assume they were women your high school friends who were there in the finish line had they seen you obviously they've seen you um, overweight in high school. Had they seen you since then, since you lost all the weight or was? Well, yeah, I mean, they, uh, I only, I only, uh, they're twin sisters actually. And one of them ran with me. So we trained a little bit together. So she, she knew. Um, okay. So they had, they had trained, I had trained with her, one of them, but um, 
but it, but you know, I have, I live, you know, Petaluma is not that big and I run into people and I can literally walk right by them and they don't even know who I am. Mm-hmm. Wow. Because it's just, I'm so, I mean, I completely different. I can't even um, picture you. I know. Right. At all. I'll show you the next time I see you in live person, you know, after COVID and stupid stuff, I'll show you my old driver's license. You'll never believe it was me. I still keep, I keep it in my wallet because people don't believe that I, you know, I'm like, no, this is me. They're like, no, it's not. I'm like, yes, really, it's me. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah. All right, so. Sophie, you're up. That's my story. <laughs> this is an amazing My story. story. How did I start? So in 2011, I thought um, losing weight would fix my marriage. So I decided to lose weight and I... Yeah, so I lost 25 pounds. And then I, but I was only doing elliptical. It was only gym, gym, um, cardio. And so I was doing my one hour a day cardio. And then I was sticking to a 1200 calories a day. And I did that for the longest time. And that next summer, I went to France. And of course, no gym there. Um, and there's a lot of bread and cheese there. <laughs> I was, yeah. And I was obsessing in maintaining. I, I was like, really, um, I didn't want to take the weight back. And so I was really obsessing. So when I arrived there, I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do with my cardio? So I was like, well, the only choice I have is to get out and run. So I, that's how I started running like every morning in Provence. I would just get out and run, and, um, and because I, I, at that time when I was going back to France during the summer, I would stay like a month and a half with the kids, like a very long time. So I started, and because it was one hour that I had cardio in my gym uh, back in the U.S., I started with one hour running. Of course you <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> You can't start small, can you? <laughs> no, no. I yeah. had no idea about, I mean, I was so rookie with running. Like I had no idea that that one hour running was way more calories burned than my one hour elliptical. I thought that was the same. So actually that summer, I lost even more weight because I, I, all this running was like, and um, so that's how I started running. I ask you this, Sophie, did you enjoy running one hour or was it hard? Oh no, it was hard. (laughs) It was hard. And then (laughs) Provence, it was so hot during the summer. Oh my God, (laughs) it was just really hard. That's what uh, made but, you like the heat, huh? Yeah, that's true. That's true. I usually like the heat. And, um, <laughs> but yeah, so it was really hard. But, you know, it, but it was more like to maintain, it, it had nothing to do like with running or anything. It was just, I needed my cardio and that's it. Um, and then I went, I came back to the US and I was, and finally I was just like, oh, why? you know, I should just keep up with, with this. So I did. And, um, and of course it didn't fix anything. Right. <laughs> it 
Uh, you. Sophie, you're so you funny. The problem. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're not the issue. Was, so it fell apart, right? And so then it became more like um, uh, to cope with everything that was going on in my life at that time. Um, because then um, I was running so much, it, become, it became like something I could tell that when I came back from my runs, then I felt better. Um, it was, it, then it became something else. It be- it's like therapy. Be- Exactly. Like therapy. I think that's coping. for most people. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's, that's how it become over the years, the years. And um, you guys, uh, I don't know, introduced me to trail runs, to trail running. And that's um, getting out in nature for me is, was a huge um and so that's that's what it had become. It has become now. Now it's hard. I mean, since chemo, it's harder to run. And um, but I always remember what I because I have been competitive in running. Like um, I liked to go fast when there was a race. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say just yeah. running. How about triathlon? Yeah, how about <laughs> like on your bicycle and triathlon? You know. You're just competitive in general, Sophie. See the back of Sophie. There goes Sophie. <laughs> but like, I remember one time when I was training for uh, way too cool. Um, the second one because the first one I was injured. But like, I remember that one run that I did by myself. I think any. I think it was in Point Reyes. And, and it was, it was not fast. It was, it was just, but I remember seeing in my head, oh my gosh, you just, you could just run forever right now. Like I could, like I could tell myself and I could feel it, my legs, my heart, everything. And, um, and I thought it was the most amazing feeling that I've, like, I've never felt this way again, actually, um, because right now I think my legs are not, you know, uh, keeping up um, or doing, you know, but yeah, it's really like now more like a meditating um, kind of, um, that's how it evolved during the, the years for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing to hear all of you are saying that about running, becoming more of a, you know, mental health, um support so to speak right or an emotional yeah definitely me this only happened this year like this year i discovered that as i was saying when we first started this call like for me 2019 was way more difficult than 2020 and i was like on this trip of i need to stop worrying and start stop being like wanting to be in control of something that I'm not in control of. Right. And so I started running again during COVID because when the pandemic hit, there was nothing we could control, nothing. And um, I started running again after almost a year or more of not running. Mm -hmm. And, um, and what, what all of you said was the way you feel after your run, like the fact that if you don't go running, you're not going to feel good. Right. That didn't happen to me until this year. So wow. 
back to you, Sophie, because I want to talk to you. You you did mention chemo, so yeah, talk about what happened to you this year. And yeah, so on May first, um, I was diagnosed with um, breast cancer, uh, an aggressive form, and so very quickly. Um, I had to start chemo actually a week after I got diagnosed. I was starting chemo um, for five months. Yeah, four and a half, five months of chemo. And um, so the one thing that was really important for me uh, when I got diagnosed and I was really scared of, and I, I remember telling Erin um, and Stacy was that I wanted to stay active. And at first it was really more like, uh, because I want, I, I, I don't know actually why, what I was thinking at that time. It was so, such a, really a storm really when uh, I got diagnosed because uh, in a week I, I, I got all these informations and then I, I don't know, it, it, it was very, um, it was a lot in a week. And um, really when I think about it, when I, I, I don't think I realized really what it was gonna be. And I just said, I wanna, you know, I wanna keep moving. I think that's what was in my head. Um, you need to keep moving and you can't stay on your couch the whole five months. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't think I was uh, I knew what was in front of me for sure um, and but I sure believe that the fact that I kept moving eased the side effect of the chemo for sure like um, I think moving at, right after you get an infusion, for example, is huge on having the chemo getting out of your body. And um, even if you feel like, you know, really bad, like, sh I don't know if I can say that on your, on your like, <laughs> and really bad and like, because there is really a lot of days. And um, I mean, I have had a lot of walk where I, I, uh, <laughs> I cried the whole walk, you know, um, and it was really that, like I remember actually taking some video of it because I wanted to remember. Um, yeah, so it was really important, but I, I do really believe it helped me so much on, on all the side effects, like, um, uh, yeah. I was really impressed. Like I, you told me when I was still living in Placerville, what was happening. And I, first of all, I couldn't like believe it because it's Sophie, like what? Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, um, and um, I was impressed because I, of course I, we we're on friends on Strava and you've been, you were running and walking, uh, running and biking all like, much longer than I thought you would. And then, you know, of course, at some point you were, you told me that you were getting too tired for a 60 mile bike ride, but you were doing 60 mile bike rides. Like 
a month into it's crazy your- crazy <laughs> after my after my last chemo yes yeah that's crazy so i'm glad to hear that you say that the movement helped with the side effect and how are you feeling now like you your last chemo was september 24th uh, september 22nd september 22nd and yeah. um how are you feeling now like are you are you are you running now or biking um oh yeah 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 so i my last chemo was september 27 and then i got surgery october 22nd right the double mastectomy so um so right after my last chemo of course for like a few weeks i didn't feel super good um and then i started to feel better um and then i had surgery and then after surgery of course i, I couldn't do much and after i think after really like a month after the surgery i started to really feel that i turned a corner um and then that's but of course you guys know me and I, I started a little too early for sure. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> too much too soon, Sophie. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> so at the beginning I was really, I, I think probably did too much and I was, I was getting tired very easily um, and very fast. And so I would do something and then I would be down for two days or three days. And um but but really down like like down physically but also mentally and um and so now i'm getting better i can tell though that the tears are coming easy (laughs) (laughs) but um physically i can now i can do i really felt yeah that i turned a corner after a month and so I, yeah, I'm biking, I'm running. Um, running is hard. I'm not, I can't, uh, yeah, it's, I don't, I don't have those. Um, I have the feel good sensation finally at the end of the run. Um, but it's, it's, it's hard to, when I run, it's, it's hard. It's not like an easy feeling for sure. Is it the um, neuropathy in your feet? Is that what you're talking about? No, so I, I was very lucky. I didn't get neuropathy on my feet. Uh, I have some on my on my hands and especially on my right hand be, because I think also of the lymph node that it took out on my right arm. So actually the neuropathy is way uh, stronger on my right hand now after the surgery. Um, so, and sometimes I have like... Um, pain on my right arm after so I do after a bike ride um and I think also that's because of the lymph nodes um and that's why I am not going to go back to swimming right away I could right now they could me they told me eight weeks and it it is eight weeks now but I think I'm going to wait a little bit more um but yeah I mean the biking is great I um but I miss my, I miss the running. I miss my running, like, um, I miss the long runs um, in, you know, in Bear Valley or, yeah. but I, I know right God, now- God, I miss Bear Valley. 
I know God. right now I can't do long runs. It's just um, too much. Uh, the running, like a six miles run for me is, is, is a long run. Long run. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's long for me right now. <laughs> just wanted to say I did four today and I wanted to do nine. So how did that work out? But um, <laughs> Sophie, I think that you, you're used to being, you know, your Iron Man self, right? And you, you don't realize what you've bought. I mean, I'm sure you realize, but your body went through so much this year, you know, yeah. and I'm glad to hear that you're saying I'm, I'm going to wait a little while because it means that you're listening to your body. And um, yeah, I, I have to, and I, and that's something I have to learn. And, um, but I, I always, learn the hard way like this, <laughs> this this one and and that's the thing with me is like this one i have not like if i mess up with that right arm it's forever mm -hmm. like it will it the consequences will be forever yeah so that's the only way that makes me really listen to my body uh because i am a, i i do have a hard time to listen to the cues right i feel about my yeah I, but when when i'm tired when i need to recover when i need to do yoga when i need to um yeah i i don't know if i'm a very good reader of my own body and 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 i'm trying to learn that ah uh, okay i will disagree with some of that because i think the fact that you self-diagnosed your breast cancer is very much in an indication that you're very aware of your body and yeah i think there's a difference between body awareness and your own health and listening to your body versus uh regimented training i think that's a different that's where your head is is like you want to be able to do what you used to do or you're always training for something because you're competitive. So being competitive and having body awareness are two totally different things. I think you have very strong body awareness, probably mm -hmm. more than me, frankly. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I mean, had you not had it, you, you probably wouldn't have known, you know, you wouldn't have known that you had cancer and you needed to get chemo a week after you were diagnosed. That was freaking crazy. Well, if I had not found it, um, yeah, my tumor was growing so rapidly that exactly. uh, that would have been bad. Yeah. yeah. I'm actually wearing our uh, Beta Breakers sweatshirt today. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was just looking at myself on the screen. I'm like, oh, Sophie will like this. <laughs> um, all right, let's switch gears a little bit to more uplifting stuff thank you sophie for sharing i, I appreciate welcome. you for and we'll get we'll get back there because we're all i mean you have a special circumstance just recovering from what you've been through you know but we all can't race because of covid and so i want to get to the point where you know what are we going to do when we when the pandemic is in the rear view window like what are what are we training for sophie what do you what are you wanting what? to train for so I, after all this, um, this crazy year that it has been, <laughs> uh, 
And so I've always, I think I always had in my mind to do a third Iron Man. Um, so, of course, after... Did you sign up already? No. <laughs> oh, my God, no. <laughs> after this cancer, you know, and this COVID, I'm like, wow, if I do... Um, cross that finish line over third iron man i think i'll be um i'll be so happy <laughs> are you talking about arizona uh i have no idea which one honestly i don't even know like i know i need to get back to a certain base like of running um so i i don't even know have i don't even so it won't be 221 it won't be i don't even know if it will be 222 uh, yes, it will. It will. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, it sounds like Stacy knows what you're going to be doing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I wonder who else will be doing one too. <laughs> I don't know if I can uh, be back to a certain base in 222. So I, I don't know. Um, and then another project that I had before is uh, to do like Erin did one for her 50th is do a 50 mile for for my 50th, which is in two years to 22 too. So I don't know, it's only up in the air. Um, 221 goes with what I can do and can't do. And so, and, and then I'll see from there, I think. I, I, I really have no idea how that base of running um, can come back. Um, so, that would be my two things that I would love to do again. And um, we'll see, hopefully. All right, I'm pledging like, right here, right now on the air. That's right. <laughs> that I'm doing Iron Man with you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, what the hell? <laughs> right on, oh my that a girl. God, that would be so great. <laughs> yeah, I, whenever you decide that you're I mean, we'll need to know like with several months in advance so that oh, I yeah. can pick up to year in advance. Yeah. Yep. That's so right. we'll know. All right. Okay. So That's 2022. Awesome. Oh, I love it. Because I was, you know, I always like, okay, so back to the, 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 when I did Big Sur, I was like, I'm never doing a marathon again. And I felt like that for a very long time. Again, up until this year, and up until I was talking to some of my podcast guests, I'm like, I find myself like saying, oh, I'll train for a marathon. Yeah. And now I'm going to, I'm training for a marathon right now for whether it will happen or not in person, but for my 45th birthday in March. Nice. Oh, yeah. that, that's step number one for me to do an Ironman because I need wow. to be able to run 26 miles. Right. Which one? Which, which one did you? I'm not, I didn't sign up for one. I'm so just, you're just going to run, I'm just gonna run yeah. 26 miles on my birthday. Yeah. Actually, I just wow. forgot that I signed up for the Tahoe Marathon. <laughs> I, I forget everything. No, truly, it's terrible. So, yes, I signed up for Tahoe Marathon. And it's October 2021. So that's the first race, race that I signed up after. Yeah. When you get yeah, the that, reminder, it'll be like, Sophie, did you train for the, your marathon that you signed up for? <laughs> <laughs> no, after, she, either, the, either when she crosses the finish line or the day after, she'll be signing up for an Ironman. 
Yeah. Because she'll say, oh, I can run the marathon. Look at her face. You know yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> that might be true. She might know me all of it. <laughs> How about you, Erin? What is your plan? Um, well, uh, three years ago when I went back to teaching full-time, I my life kind of changed because I was before able to train, you know, uh, I, yeah, I taught six spin classes and I was a personal trainer and, you know, that was my life. And so going back to work full time has put a little wrench in my uh, workout schedule. So I really had to put the whole Ironman stuff on the back burner. I mean, in 2017, when we did Ironman Arizona, it was, I had just started my job. And so I was blessed to be able to like, okay, I was able to do it, but I couldn't, I can't imagine training for an Ironman with teaching uh, full-time. So I don't know. I mean, I, 2019 was the year of halves. I did like, just a ton of halves. And then Sophie and I actually did Big Sur in 2019. And that was my last big run, but I was training for Tahoe 2019. 20 in October and it got canceled. All, all the races this year have been canceled. So now, you know, I, I ran it anyway. I was running in honor of Sophie and um, yes. And so I ran it anyway and it was really hard and painful because I was alone and <laughs> she, she was there at the end, thank goodness, but her and Dave, um, but I don't know. Um, so all the races that'll be postponed or, you know, rescheduled for next fall. And I have a couple halves that, you know, I had signed up for that have been canceled, but no triathlons. Um, we went, our last big triathlon was up in Whistler, Canada. Mm, and God, I'm, yeah. I'm telling you, that was a really great location. So I'm kind of into 70.3s right now. And I could see doing another one in the, in the summer because I can get that kind of training in, um, in the year. But, um, so wherever you guys pick, maybe if there's 70.3, I, I just, I've done three Ironman and I just don't know, you know, with my schedule, if I'd be able to commit to that kind of training right now, but Maybe, I'm, you know, I'm never seen original what your friend said, if not now, when exactly, exactly. Well, that's what I was going to say when you said that, because yeah. yeah, yeah, if not now, when exactly. Yeah. What about you? Uh, well, I am going to do the Kona 70.3 in June, um, because it got postponed from this year, um, and oh, I'll see a month before that is the Avenue of the Giants half marathon, which is training for the 70.3. And um, I might pick up another 70.3 this year. Um, not quite sure which one yet. Um, I thought about Arizona, but then there's a new one in Washington state. Um, it's in September that I'm on the wait list for. Oh, which one? Um, I, I can't remember the name. It's Maple something, Maple Valley or something like that. Um, and then if not that one, maybe I do Santa Cruz again. Um, and then I do, I know that my friend Chris 
who I was riding with today, she is on. She wants to do a full Ironman. Um, so we that might happen in 2022. Oh so. boy! It sounds like it is happening for all three of you. <laughs> um, it's just a matter of which one, and you know, I mean, I I worry about my knee whether I can do it, but uh, I actually saw somebody when it, when Sophie did um, Ironman Santa Rosa, there was somebody running with a knee brace. I'm like, well, shit! If he can run in a knee brace, I'll strap mine on and run it. I got one of those. Yeah. Um, so. Um, I mean, you can always walk it, walk, run it, you know, it's not, um, as long as you finish, it doesn't, you have 17 hours, doesn't matter how long, as long as you have, do it in 17 hours, you can do it, so. Well, um, I love, okay, so apart from the fact that we're doing this as a podcast together, I love that this is our first, you know, well, not really face-to-face, -face, but kind of face-to-face, -face <laughs> what, a year and a half since I've been gone? Yeah, it's been a long time. I, I haven't seen you for a long time. Oh my yeah. god! And I feel like we're having one of those meetings at your gym. Oh, I know. Yeah, where right? We were making plans for our race calendar. Books out, everybody. What are you doing? <laughs> well, let's put down the dates then. I'll be happy to tell you guys all what to do again. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the plan. <laughs> We're going to yeah, hire you because, as a coach. Yeah. Uh, Arisa okay. and I was the best. No hiring. Being coached. That was the best <laughs> right? yeah. race That's I've been why we were so to. prepared. I've never been so well prepared <laughs> I don't think I want to do an Ironman without Aaron's coaching. No. Nope. Oh, nope. gosh. Nope. <laughs> no pressure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been coached since 2017. I got to get out my books. <laughs> that's it oh my gosh i miss it and i can't wait to see you guys in person i know we can't do it as a group let's try and do it individually or on the bike you know you i mean you should have come with us today i should could have but i my bike needs some work I haven't, like, Placerville was not bike friendly. Oh, yeah. So I need to really tune my bike and kind of ogling a, tra like, a dirt, what's it called? Gravel. Uh, what, not road bike. A <laughs> gravel bike. A gravel bike. A gravel Thank bike. Jeez. Yeah, gravel bike. But I don't have that money, that money right now, so. So road bike it is. But, yes, let's get on, let's get on the bikes sooner rather than later. Well, I'm riding on Thursday. If anybody wants to ride, when? Thursday morning. Oh, Christmas! Oh. Christmas! Eve. I'm not working. Christmas Eve. I'm not working, so okay. I'm gonna ride. Yeah, I might be in. I think I am. How about Christmas? I'll just look at the back of you. Anyone? <laughs> How about what? Christmas Day? Anyone? Run, maybe. I mean, it's not like we're all waiting for Santa because he's not coming. <laughs> <laughs> If he shows up, you better have a mask on. Right. <laughs> well, and all, all my kids are adults now, so, you know, exactly. Christmas won't start till noon. <laughs> <laughs> we could get a ride in, are you saying, from seven yeah. to nine? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can get a run in. Yeah. Yep. 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 All right, ladies. Gotta figure well, out where. Yeah. Thank you so much, Antonia. That was awesome. Thank you. I was thinking, I've been thinking about how I'm going to do this. Like, do I want to do it individually? But this was so much more fun to do it together as a group. 
and um especially because we didn't get to see each other after we made some plans and i'm sorry carol couldn't join us but i guess we just do this again when she's around yeah 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 for sure all right guys well um thank you thank you i will let you know when i'm gonna make sure it goes live tomorrow oh lord (laughs) <laughs> sorry, for, sorry that I cried. I don't know. If oh, I you. cried too, for God's sakes. What the hell? I was crying, <laughs> but you couldn't hear me. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, this is good. This I like when it's authentic. This is this is why I do this. I thought it was great. Me Thank too. Thank you. Yeah, it was awesome. Thank That's you. Thrilled. Well, that was fun. You have no idea how much joy this reunion gave me. It really felt like we were in one of our monthly tri-club meetings and no time has passed at all. It's time for us to get back to those. If you enjoy my show, please share your favorite episodes with friends and on social media. We need ratings, people. So please rate, review, and comment. We would love to hear your thoughts and ideas to make this show better. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you enjoy this podcast and turn on notifications to receive a reminder every time there's a new episode. In case you're looking for me in other corners of the World Wide Web, the best way to find me is on Facebook and Instagram under my name, Antonia de Heinrich, that is A-N-T-O-N-I-A-D-E-H-E-I-N-R-I-C-H. On Facebook, head on over to the I Quit X and Started Running page and join the Quit Something Start Running group to follow and share stories. It's a great place to be inspired and inspire others with your transformation. We love to hear your stories. And if you're interested in joining me as a guest on my podcast, simply email your story to quitxstartrunning at gmail.com. This is probably the last episode in 2020. I have some ideas around expanding the scope and content for the show. And with that, some pretty awesome guest ideas. Stay tuned. Thank you so much for joining me today and this year. Have a wonderful Christmas and I will see you right back here in the new year. Until then, my friends, quit whatever you're doing and start running.